0: Welcome to de- today's show, Sterling Rose. <laughs> Welcome to today's show, Strategic Insight Radio. See, I'm not good at this mic in terms of the introduction, but we'll get there. All right. I, so I, I, I gave you the reins to run with it. <laughs> and, oh, my God. 30 no. seconds before showtime. This is Strategic Insights Radio, Radio. brought to you You're by, by Sterling, Sterling Rose Consulting. Consulting. There nah, we go. There we, got we, go. we got it right now. Okay. So. Sterling Rose Consulting Corp is a full-service business consulting firm that provides business, marketing, and technology consulting services to help your company grow and be successful. I'm your host, Dave Wilkins, and my guest today is Tony L., a published author and soon-to-be radio host of a new show and podcast, Project Third Eye Open. And Tony, just to show you an example, that's not how you introduce your show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I had to see how things are done badly before I know how, how it was good.
0: Well, there you go. There you go. Well, we, we will always improve. That's the whole thing. There you go. Good. Now, Project Third Eye opened. Tell me a little bit about, first of all, I understand you've you've got more than just the radio show. You are an author. You've got a book. Uh, You've got a, a blog site. You know, yes. you're doing a lot. So yes. why don't you just uh, share with the audience a little bit about uh, all of it?
1: Basically, the whole concept behind project that I Open. I've had a blog since 2011. It's political commentary with a historical reference point of view or historical foundation. It is something that, I don't know if it's like a, a bucket list or a, a brainchild. It's just when you look at something and... When I talk to people, they say, "Well, you have a very interesting point of view looking at things, but specifically when look at political matters, there's so much going on, and people get over bombarded, over desensitized about things." And project third eye open, just as the title leads you to believe, brought that third eye open, and it kind of goes from the belief to the third eye is the thing that you, your subconscious, your subconscious sees something, and then your conscious overrides it. And a conscience could be either um, overbombarding of um, propaganda or um, constantly being told a certain thing when you know that I saw what I saw. Did you see? Everybody else said no. You didn't see this. You saw this. And if you know people keep saying saying that, then you say, Well, maybe I didn't see what I saw. You know that kind of thing. And I see that a lot happens in the society, economy, and people um, lose sight of the historical foundation or what they really truly believes, then yeah, you can't be coerced or manipulated to believe in something totally different than what you actually saw.
0: And that really kind of applies to a lot of things, not just from a political perspective, but just the the, the total immersion of, of media today in virtually every aspect, whether it's politics, whether it's uh, business, advertising. Um, you know, you name it, there' uh, a, a, such a overwhelming amount of media that, that, and information that people are getting bombarded with.
1: Especially now. I mean uh, America and just this, this era, we have more information than we ever had. Um, and it's coming out coming at us from everywhere. And it's, it's a lot of it, like my book highlighted, a lot of it has to do with a lot of misinformation. And I think it's it's heightened more by the fact that even though we have so much information available to us, so many of us don't really take full advantage of it um, in the sense of doing our own research. A lot of us just take what someone says or what the massive number of people say, and they kind of go by poll. You know, how 10 people say this, they must be true. Um, but I always say uh, uh, a million people supporting lies a lie, lies supported by a million people. It doesn't really matter how I many people say something that's wrong. But if you don't know what right is, then you may go with that wrong um, perspective, a point of view, or, or point of fact, so-called fact.
0: Oh yeah, there's there is amazing amount of. Um Oh, you, you clearly I know our 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 youngest son. He's he's a he's a, he's a political junkie when it comes to the to media, and he's out on showing us these, all these videos all the time. Now, how many of these are actually true? Mm-hmm. You know, or, or how many are staged? Who mm-hmm. knows? Mm-hmm. But it's—they're uh, it, always uh, challenging, thought provoking. The question I always ask is, yeah, but what's where's the truth in here? Who's have you verified that this is accurate? I mean, I don't have time to go back and check this. You know, you're just showing it to me. So, yeah, that's a that that is. It's a challenge today uh, to to be able to really know what is what is fact, what is true. Uh, Obviously, we're hearing an awful lot about fake news these days, but in reality, fake news is nothing new.
1: No, well, again, you got to be careful. The person who's calling something's fake. You know, what's his credentials? Fake news is news, anything that not supported by your own fact. And that's why fake news now becoming so much of an issue, because so many of us take what we get from social media, what we get from our friends, or what we get from um, the establishment media as fact, but we don't go and check it ourselves. And try to see what what, what are their sources mm-hmm. and how, how credible are their sources. We just say, well, we heard it on news, it must be true. You know, heard it on Fox, must be true. Heard it on CNN, must be true. Or heard it from the president, must be true. Does it have to be true? You know. So he say. You know, one of the
0: and, and I think that that um, one of the areas I know that you are focused on is is helping people really understand the the role. But, well, first of all, what is the U.S. Constitution? Yes. How it fits into the grand scheme of things. How it differentiates from the uh, Declaration of Independence, for example. Because uh, there's a lot of people don't understand, I think, really what is the Constitution and how it really fits into the framework of how this, this country really works.
1: Yes, and um, actually there was a recent poll by the Edmund Berg Public Policy Center that showed, um, was that, more than a third of those surveyed, 37%, cannot name any of the rights guaranteed under the First Amendments. And only a quarter of Americans, 26, can name all of the, of the three branches of government. Just by that snippet, shows so that we are in a world of hurt. Because if... Our founders made this country, well, gave the foundation of this country to be unlike any other. They were very religious, for the most part, religious, um, grounded, highly educated in that, and they saw that man could not necessarily rule unchecked. That they made sure that in the in the ten the, in the ten amendments that God was present, that. Uh, it was clearly stated that man gets his rights not from other men or government of man, but God. And those are inalienable rights. But as we have evolved or devolved, we become detached from that basic understanding. And now we see the, the Constitution as being so-called living document. Um, but it's not living. It is what it is. It's basically a contract between the government and the people, giving the people the, the the dominant position in the relationship, not the government. But if people don't understand that, and if they don't know what their rights are, then they have no rights. And you see the evidence of that, this through the, the discord in the society where yeah people calling rights like healthcare or education or a bus pass as a right, and those aren't rights. Those are privileges, those are wants, but they have nothing to do with rights. But if we fight on that, we get fixated on those pretty much erroneous issues or erroneous facts, then laws start being passed based based on those facts, erroneous facts, then we are in trouble. But the people, uh, educated people, Politically educated people was what the founders intended for the people to be, but if we lose that education and lose being informed politically, and lose our civic identity, or knowledge, then we can no longer be a free society, as the founders intended us to be.
0: Right now, I, I you know when you when you talk about it that way, I, I remember um, fondly actually back to high school. And where I had, I think it was, a, it was a U.S. history class or a civic class. I'm not sure which one it was, but we, the teacher was absolutely passionate about the Constitution, and we spent a lot of time learning about the Constitution. In fact, when we were done with that section of the class, he actually had a five-day test on the Constitution every day for a week. We came in for our, you know, the hour session of, the, of that class and it was a test on different sections of the Constitution, mm-hmm. so we learned it really, really well. And it's it's it's, it's a fascinating document. Uh, there's there's an awful lot of thought that goes into it, and, and and without understanding that, I think a lot of the laws in this country may or may not make sense. You know, because essentially, I think that's where that's where the Constitution comes into play,
1: provides yes. that framework. Exactly, exactly. And I just think take a lot of the social ills. Due to the fact that so few of us know what our founding principles are as a nation and what our identity is supposed to be, Um, everything from, like I said, what your rights are, what the government should be doing. Um, We were talking about before we came on about taxes. The interesting way that the media and government frames the issue of taxes or whether or not the government should cut taxes or whatever, they, they frame it so it's, if a government cuts taxes, then the government has less money, so th- therefore they need to make it up somewhere. Okay, that's an a inter- interesting way of forming the issue, but the real issue is if the government receives more less from the people, the people got more money to spend. It's not the government's money, it's the people's money. So just as if your household has less money, or need to go on the budget, they spend less. They look for cheaper ways of doing things. That's what the conversation should be about. Not that the government is somehow um must have this money. So if they don't have it, then they got to get it from somewhere else. No, they just do without it, and they cut cut in other ways and in, in other ways. So the way that issues are formed is interesting. But if we don't know what those rightful Function the government is, then you're going to be led down the wrong path for the solution. the Government gets its source from the people, not the other way around.
0: Okay, let's let's talk about the show, your radio show that, that you now you will be starting very soon. Uh, it's a third eye opened, and uh, so it, what what's the focus of the show?
1: My focus is to bring bring light to a lot of issues that people see they have in, in a voice, but they don't hear anyone bringing that voice aloud, like, you know, why are things happen. We always look at, back in the day, the way, the way things used to be, um, where, you know, when I was growing up, I don't know about you, but I never talked back to my parents. I never raised my hand to my parents, less than my grandparents. But yet we see that so much in today's culture Then it's almost, it doesn't even raise an eyebrow. And there's an answer for that. At least that should be a, a conversation we should be having. Gay rights. Um, uh, um, why? Why? Why is the society going the wrong way? because statistics after statistics show that people see, in America, see the country is definitely not on the right track. Why is that? Um, Why do so many millennials all of a sudden favor socialism? You know, um, why do people in America feel stressed? All of those have reason to be discussed and they're not being discussed. And the fact that they're not being discussed causes more stress because just as we were children, or even now, you know, when we want to talk about something and we don't have a voice to talk about it, we internalize it, and that builds up more stress and makes us more ill. And that's that's the society. There's the silent majority, I call them. The the majority of Americans that do not have a voice. They thought they had a voice by voting in majority Republican Party in the House, Senate, and the House Republicans. But they still don't have a voice because still things are not going the way that they thought they should by electing those those people in. But then again, if you don't know what the purpose of them people people being there and what they should be doing, then you then you are gonna have a problem because you would never know why they're doing it and why aren't they doing what they should be doing.
0: So it's really not really so much focused on. You know, debating a specific issue one way or the other, pro or con, because obviously there's no. It, you know, it's it's, re- it's really more helping people understand what's the fundamental, the fundamentals, the behind what uh, what is in, uh, well, starting with the constitution and the laws and all that. What's what is the what's what's really driving a lot of the dissension?
1: Yeah, my my, my, my whole point in the um, in the program will be to let's start a debate. Let's let's start a conversation. Um, Because right now, everybody has picked picked a corner, and they're standing in that corner. And we're, we're no longer debating, or we're not having an open venue of ideas. My idea could be wrong. I'm often wrong. I'll be wrong tomorrow. But for me to sit in my corner and believe that I'm right and ignore everybody else or put my hands over my ears so I don't hear anybody else's point of view... That's not healthy. That's definitely not healthy for a society that's supposed to be of, of free individuals. Because the reason why I think there's so much ancient and so many young people looking at socialism and to capitalism and they have they have no idea how good they have it. And they have and more more to the point, they have no idea how good we were meant to be. Cause we no longer having a conversation. We only hear about the angst of a free society. Freedom. Freedom is not free, as people say, and freedom is not easy. Socialism or, 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 or having stuff given to you is not healthy, because it's like it's it's, it's kind of like that old that old um, um, story is you hear about the um, the the famous hunting birds on the ocean. They were very strong hunters until you know humans being human, and they wanted to feed them. And they got used to humans coming out and feeding them. So they lost their sense of being great hunters. And they eventually perished. And that's, that's what comes from socialism. It, it squashes the human drive to, to drive. They become lackadaisical, complacent. And they lose their sense of being.
0: So it's really focused on more helping people really improve themselves. In the sense that giving giving them the opportunity to recognize what they can do, the, their capabilities that that maybe they're hearing, no, you can't do that, or that's not something you should be doing, and, you know, because and, you know a lot of mixed messages that, that, that people get this day, but but helping them
1: become grounded in a set he- of he- fundamentals. He- helping them to understand why. Yeah, uh, I figure if, if people know why something happened, they could deal with it one way or another. If 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 they know why storm is, is coming, they have they could then at that point decide: Do I want to hunker down? Do I want to run to higher hills, or do I just uh, just, just want to sit here and not do anything? But At least you have that that internal um, conversation. Then, if you don't know why something's happened, then you're more likely going to be frustrated and shoot at anybody and everything, shadow or or any other figure. Uh, indiscriminately because you don't know what's going on. You're just terrified.
0: Yeah, fear can be a, a, a very powerful motivator.
1: Fear right. is, is definitely uh, one of the worst emotions not to have in check.
0: Right. And one of the ways to address fear is obviously having information. Exactly. Knowing what, what what's right, what's wrong, what's, what's coming and what's going. Exactly. Yeah. I understand you also uh, have been focused on um, introducing some different types of music into the into the mix as well.
1: Yeah, I guess it's different. People haven't heard it before. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Um, do, do, do you have a little bit of it? Mike, what do we have? All that we see, feel, see. All that we feel, see. All that we feel,
0: see.
1: All that we feel, see. All that we feel, see. All that we see, are seen. all that we see, are seen. all that we see,
0: see. are seen. dream. all that we see, dream. that dream within the to dream all dream. we dream within the to dream that dream. see, dream within the dream we see,
1: the dream within the dream. The dream within the dream. Yeah, you're, it's, it's radio. People didn't see me dancing. Oh, so. yeah.
0: Fortunately, that's 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 a great thing that uh, radio is unseen.
1: Yeah. We, we yeah, saw we saw, it, we saw it though. We saw the unseen. <laughs> well said. <laughs> yeah, after that, that, was, um, that, that was, um, a, a friend of mine did it, um, sung that song, performed that song years ago, um, and he gave permission to use it as my mumble music, I definitely appreciate him. Um, Chappelle, he, he's more known in Europe than he is here, and like I said, I definitely appreciate him allowing me to use that.
0: That may be where I heard it, because I did hear uh, that, that phrase, all that is seen is unseen. Which was that was the the the, the lyrics early on? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I I heard that recently, and I've been when you it's when killing mentioned, you. Yeah, it's not, killing, is you. killing me to figure out what where that where that came from. So, but that you no, know, it's there's so true. There's so much. Well, it's whether it's subliminal or just the overwhelming bombardment of messaging. In, you know, one, one, mes- one way or another.
1: That's what it is. Is over um of today's culture. Um, like we get. I mean, back in the day, everything was verbally taught, and then it came radio. And what what those two mediums allow you to do is is present your own reality. Um, with the radio, you're able to use your imagination to see, think what something looks like. Uh, think about what that person looks like who's saying that, whatever. Uh, but with TV, everything is like thrown to you. You got the visual, you, you got the audio, you got everything, and you, you're sitting there like a vegetable because you're not really thinking. You're just watching. So when we have what we have today with TV, with 25-hour with TV, 25-hour news, and then you got social media, you feel comfortable not thinking because everybody's telling you what to think, forming your opinion about what somebody's telling you what to think, whether it be the TV, whether it be your friends or social media, or whether it be the pastor in the church, you know, everybody's telling you what to think. But who are they? You know, I mean, just as when Jesus was on trial and and he said, well, so you say. Uh, so you say. That'll make it true. But people don't take the time to do their own homework. They're pretty much left to people's other opinion.
0: So really, people end up, in, in many respects, what you're saying then is that uh, if, if you don't take control of over your own thought process and understanding and learning and making sure that what you're listening to and thinking about, you know, can be, you know, you, you can, you can run down the end up running down the wrong path and, and not being as informed, not being as productive uh, as as you could be. And that's true, whether it's in, in this, this environment or even from a a work or a business environment as exactly, well.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: It's uh, how much how much control you take over your own uh, control over your own destiny. Yeah,
1: I mean the most valuable commodity today is information. That's that's more valuable than anything. But if people don't have the right information, then that's like food's gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know
0: that's that's true. Now you you know in terms of in terms of the media because you've mentioned that a lot. You know the the where do you see the role that the media has been is playing, and what it should be playing.
1: Media was supposed to be, and what the founders saw it because it put it in the First Amendment, free press, and gave the free press so many biv- um, um, liberties and benefits because they saw the free press as being the gatekeeper to inform the people of what the Congress critters are doing to inform the people to make informative decisions. But once that medium becomes corrupt, they jump in bed with, with the Congress critters and start working basically as their mouthpiece, then the people really don't can't trust them. And that's basically what you're seeing, uh, particularly when it comes down to the network media. Trust of the network media below 10% is Nobody believes them, but interestingly enough, people still watch it. I, I don't understand that. But the media is supposed to be the gatekeepers to allow people, to educate people about what's going on with the government. The media today, with Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all of them opinions being owned by the same people or two people, it's problematic because once Facebook starts telling you what you can't say on Facebook because it's too offensive to somebody, then you won't get any information that really does you any good because there may be some information that you need to hear that may hurt, that may be offensive. Um, you don't want to hear all the good things. That's one thing about Facebook that I would really have an issue with. Everybody on Facebook looks look happy. That's not reality. You know, and that causes more people cannot people who are hooked on Facebook to see everybody happy, but their like miserable. You got a problem. You got psychological imbalance there with the, with the individuals watching it. So, and as a consequence, you see more stress in the society. You see more young people, particularly, commit suicide because they wish they had that life that they see on Facebook, and that's part of media. So, with YouTube and Facebook become more and more power, powerful, and Twitter, they could dictate what's on that media. And so, therefore, they dictate what information people get. And again, with free people actually doing their own research and doing their own reading, that's a problem in society that's supposed to be based on freedom because information makes you free. Bad information does the exact opposite. And so that's that's where I see media now, and that's why, unfortunately, I see media going unless people decide to make a different choice.
0: Now, you also have your, your book, the, the project, uh, third eye open. Yes, and and it goes into a lot of detail yes. uh, about uh, about the media.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, me- media and media is so important to a, a supposed free society because that's information. And when you couple that with politics, unless there's clear boundaries, which is was supposed to be you're going to have a problem. Now, sure, you know, there's always been uh, media that was on one side or the other, but in those cases, those days, it was clearly understood that this media is speaking for this party or this point of view, just whatever. But now it's clouded. It's covert. You know, you have uh, one side saying, we report, you decide. You know, anything, the other one, we must trust it. Okay. Really? By who? Because at And the big picture, you still see 10% of Americans trust media. What what can you take from that? But at the end of the day, we have to get information from, from somewhere. And again, unless you do your own research, unless you do your own reading, media is still very important to a lot of people because people take media as to be the word. So... it's it's important for it it, for media to be correct or or, or, or at least you didn't know that it's not correct yeah so the
0: book helps you really kind of folk well gives you some guides in terms of understanding what the role of media is what it has been how it's how it's worked and the effect and and the effect it's had and how you can how you can basically come up with your own ways of validating and verifying what's what's right and so that you set get a foundation yes uh, so that regardless of what media you, you're you're hearing you can uh, you can judge for yourself just for yourself ed- educatedly Educa- and it yeah, in an educated fashion great
1: well so when does your show start it starts the third Thursday I think that's the 16th 16th at one o'clock Okay, well, it's just just a little bit after our show, then. Yes, yes, yes looking great. forward to it. We're
0: excited. Well, looking forward to uh, to listening in, hearing about it, and uh, and seeing how it goes. And I, hope, I wish you very well with the show. I think it's definitely going to be a, a very interesting uh, interesting time. Uh, I'm sure you get a lot of interesting topics coming up. Yeah, I, that, I'm looking great. forward to it. Uh, well, Tony L, this has been a great uh, great opportunity, and I guess I say welcome. And welcome to the radio world.
1: (laughs) (laughs) remember, just don't
0: start your show like I did mine today. Oh, no, no, (laughs) I learned, I learned. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Well, this has been Strategic Insight Radio. And for more information about Sterling Rose Consulting, you can contact us at 678-996-1312 or visit sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com.